What did we just watch, Amy? I don't know. I had to look up the title after we finished. I forgot. I well, forgot did, what it was. Did you figure it out? Yeah. What did we just watch? We watched Six Underground, which still doesn't tell me anything about this movie. Yeah, it's not a great title as like, far as things go. I don't know what it means, but that... There's six sense. of them. That's what it means. But what about the underground They're part? underground. They don't have lives. Oh, They're like, secret. Like in the, the criminal underground, but not the criminal. The vigilante yeah. underground. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Here's our first unrehearsed, unresearched, full of spoilers take on Six Underground. Yeah. Which is a Michael Bay film that was released on Netflix. Netflix in before. 2019? Yeah, it was. it's one of the direct-to-Netflix feature films. Yeah. Uh, starring Ryan Reynolds is the main name. Yeah, he's the biggest name in the film. Um, the only other name I recognized is Dave Franco. Yeah. But, um... But spoilers. And I had to look up which part he played. <laughs> oh, I recognized him. I don't remember. Him. Where was he? I recognized him in the beginning when um, he was there. This movie makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, this was this was described to me as the Michael Bayiest Michael Bay film of all time. <laughs> and that's not an inaccurate description. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen all Michael Bay films, but I certainly know how like saturated the aesthetic has gotten over the years Yeah, Michael Bay. He's got, I mean, credit to Lindsay Ellis for calling him on it. He's got an auteur aspect. Like, he has a style and a point of view, and whether or not you like them, you cannot deny that they are consistent. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. So this had all the... Go ahead. Well, I was was just going to say, I appreciate... Oh, gosh, Felicity. She's she's real bitey today. Bitey, bitey. Uh, I just appreciate that, like, people give Michael Bay money to make these movies. Like, I feel the same way about this that I kind of felt about Pain and Gain when we watched that, mm-hmm. which was in our pre-podcast days. Which is about two weightlifters getting into trouble. To crime. So it was less of, like, blowy-up yes. kind of movie. There were still some blowy-uppy bits, but, yeah. yes, smaller scale. Calm uh, <laughs> in a Michael Bay scale. Yeah. Although a very Michael Bay film in terms of aesthetics and mm-hmm. sort of ridiculousness, yeah. um, which this was also ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, there. I yes, um, and very clearly set up for like franchise. Yes. Um, I don't know if it was successful enough or not. Netflix said a lot of people watched it, but that doesn't mean anything lots of people watch shows that netflix cancels all the time so yeah, yeah. we don't we don't know what standards netflix uses yeah to um, green lighter but yeah so what were you gonna say oh uh, the michael bay aesthetics as they've gone now are just like really close-up frame shots of faces yeah um like very objectifying women mm-hmm. shots uh ridiculous fight violence choreography choreography that is starts at a 10 stays at a 10 (laughs) um this one was actually filmed where i could mostly follow the action which is not true of a lot of the transformers movies well i think that was true in the earlier parts of the film the final boat thing 
I was so lost. It was. It made. <laughs> I, it was so all over the place. I'm like, I, I mean, lost in the literature. It's like, I don't know where on the boat any of this is happening. Or why this is happening. <laughs> I it, the, Watching this film reminded me of, you know, we all have these people, friends, when you watch a movie where it's like every 30 seconds, we're like, wait, who's wait, that? wait. What's what happened? Up? Who's that? Wait, why are they doing that? Wait, have they covered that yet in the story? Do we know that yet? And that's what it felt like. Yes. Watching. It did feel a lot like that in this movie. Um, Who is that? What? What? What is... Why? Why are we doing this? Who's this woman Ryan Reynolds is having sex with all of a sudden? Are we in the past? Yeah. So the basic storyline here is is Kim Ryan Reynolds. A very cute blip. I'm sorry. Oh, she fixed it. Aww. <laughs> if only we could see the blip. Yeah, audio only. Um, Ryan Reynolds is a vigilante billionaire who fakes his own death to be the mastermind of a criminal. You know, so you got the hitter, the yeah, it's a heist CIA, movie in the in the vein the of doctor of like Italian job, Italian job, a lot or of Ocean's them. Eleven or Leverage as a show. I was reminded a lot of Leverage, yeah. Although filtered through the Michael Bay everything, yeah. So he is my Reynolds, whose name is number one, or his name is one because yeah. they don't have names; they, they go only numbers. go by numbers. Uh creates a hit list of global villains that yeah. they're going to take out. And the first one is is the dictator of a fictional com- country called... Turgistan? Turgistan. Um, is it fictional? I didn't know. Wikipedia... I didn't know either because it sounded... <laughs> well, there's like Turkmenistan is a real place. Yeah, I think and... they were... Wikipedia told me. But let me, let me just Google... Um, Turk- I would mildly prefer it i think if it was fictional no okay it's turkestan but there is a country called turkestan and so that's where i was confusing okay so instead of a g as in goat the real country has has a a k K as in kitty as in coat no that's 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 not how you spell oh okay that's not how you spell um okay yeah so the yeah the dictator i'm not sure if it was a royal regime it seemed to me it was kind of like there was a king mm-hmm. and, and he maybe, died but maybe it was the dictator and he died and his two sons were up yeah it doesn't but, matter there was like a uh like what's legacy lineage, lineage eldest yeah. oh, whatever it doesn't make any sense <laughs> don't try to wrap your brain around it uh you don't either think about it too hard you either say michael way or you love yeah him yeah that's that's where uh yeah so they're going after a the, bad guy. This dictator who... Like, and then they're gonna... They're gonna have people. a coup, and then they're gonna instill his brother, who's a good guy. Who's the benevolent. He's a democracy-loving yeah, dictator. Yeah, which is, like, I don't understand if it's... If he's not elected... <laughs> then how does it become a democracy? He's gonna instill democracy. I guess so you, you have to coup... Just like you the CIA the did first. In, the, in South America throughout the 80s mm-hmm. and still democracy you put a leader in place and you sure hope that <laughs> they then have an election in the future yeah michael bay um michael bay's politics are um not complex <laughs> and in a lot of ways very stuck in the 1980s 
Because, yeah, yeah, there's no, like, questioning of, like, wait, should we instill another dictator? Why Why is that good? He hasn't been. He's the benevolent yeah. dictator who maybe will instill free and fair elections. elections maybe. And, and democracy is the top of all. Yeah. Governments. It's either democracy or dictatorship. And I got to say, watching this movie in this particular moment in time is kind of weird. Yeah. For, as, yeah. It's, yeah. It's weird. Um. Yeah, it's weird. Um, this is a weird movie. Uh, I think, I will say... I really enjoyed the opening. Like, the first act action sequence, driving a car around Italy. Yeah, that that was, like, to me, that was the Michael Bay-iest part. It was. But it was also, again, unlike a lot of Michael Bay stuff, Transformers, it was legible yeah, and fun. It. Mm-hmm. Um, you knew what was going on. There wasn't a strong sense of place. Like, are we inside or outside right now was a question that was like, wait, where are we? Um... But moment to moment, each beat felt good. Um, and you had the really weird introduction of the characters were like, number one, the billionaire. Number two, the... I wrote I wrote them down because I, I can't remember. I remember who is which. Two I is wrote the them CIA down. Spook. Two is the CIA spook. And then three is the hitman. And four is the Skywalker, which means he does parkour. And then five is the doctor who doctored in the first... <laughs> sequence never. and then never doctored again no she's a doctor who's also trained in like close combat fighting yeah because they all are and um and then six is the driver right and so the first scene is this very very intense car chase where they also are there's someone in the back who's been shot and the doctor's trying to like operate yes. to take out the bullet while they're going this through this crazy car chase in florence although uh, i think it was filmed in different places but yeah some of it was definitely filmed in italy though oh no yeah 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 so they're um in the little narrow streets they're flying around the duomo (laughs) um they go through the uffizi yeah which is probably the most famous museum in in Florence. That's where the David yeah. is, and, and that was filmed in there. They put cars <laughs> in Fizi and drove them through. Like how? Who let Michael Bay do that? Italian officials were like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll do that." Hey, we'll also let your parkour guys get on the Duomo on the Duomo and just run around up there. That's yeah, fine. It was we, amazing. We trust, we trust you, Michael Bay. We trust you. It was so fantastic. It was ridiculous. Like that. I that alone is worth watching. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that sequence was fantastic. It was, and like there was like some self self aware humor in it. Yeah. Like, uh, they keep saying, quit hitting people. He, quit hitting the pedestrians. The pedestrians in your car. And they cry out, like, baby! Avoid the baby. And then right after that, there's there a, a shot dog. of dogs. Puppies! Don't hit the puppies! Yeah. And and I appreciated that self-aware Yeah, the willingness to not take it too seriously. I mean, the stunts were like out of this world. Yeah. The way people were shot, I was chuckling at one time. 
uh, SUV swings around and hits two guys, and, they just and it fly fly against into the a wall. wall. <laughs> like one of them has an RP, not an RPG, <laughs> rocket launch like grenade. Well, that, crosses... that is a rocket propelled grenade. That's a that's a okay. That, that is a, a gun. I was like, wait, that's oh. a role playing game. Yeah, it is also that. that. A, okay. <laughs> Uh, the grenade grazes someone's face and breaks their nose. And Before the blood, exploding. And then it explodes. <laughs> People are dying left and right. The cars yeah. are exploding. Yeah, um, you tap one of these cars, they explode. Yeah, and I'm watching this and I'm just thinking, how has he not killed several stuntmen <laughs> yeah. by now? These are look incredible. Because he's a professional. Because he takes his, his task seriously. He, he died, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Otherwise, people wouldn't work for him. <laughs> Say what you will about the quality of his films. He knows what he is doing. Oh, yeah. And he keeps doing it. <laughs> so that's where the film kind of... It's not even a 10. It starts at like a 15. Yeah. And it's got nowhere to go. No. And it becomes... That overwhelming after a point well that's i mean that's michael bay yeah um part of his yeah michael bay is gonna scream at you for two hours non-stop yeah i immediately uh, immediately my nervous system was turned on because i'm I'm just very especially attuned to my nervous system and so my you know like stress hormones are kicking in oh just at the beginning yeah um and it's so it starts in media ray Mm -hmm. and with, with that car chase. And then Although, we kind of go backwards yeah. and explain. We get three different times that Ryan Reynolds, number one character, explains that he's dead and a ghost. Oh, I, the flashbacks <laughs> made no, no sense. sense. <laughs> yeah, the, the character work is not great. You don't get any more about these characters than in that first car chase scene where it says, you know... Two doctor, six driver. Like that's <laughs> that's as complex as it gets. That is. Um, so one of the storytelling devices is uh, kind of uh, the first third of the film is like flashbacks mm-hmm. till you get to the present moment, kind of filling. Yeah. Filling in the gaps, quote unquote. <laughs> Showing to, us things that happened. That was the intense <laughs> question mark. Yeah, but you don't learn anything about these characters. They're, and the backstories are so uneven. Yeah. You can't tell what motivated them to go follow Ryan Reynolds into this, or how he convinced them, or, like, there's one, the parkour guy, number mm-hmm. four, we do see Ryan Reynolds kind of intercede after he is... Uh, Two others meet, have fallen to his death, but yeah. he actually survives it. And Ryan Reynolds, like, threatens to kill him as a joke? Yeah! And that motivates number four to, to go join, join him? him? I don't to, know. For a cause that's that you're willing to die for? Um, at which point I started to wonder if, if one was a sociopath, and I think <laughs> one may be a sociopath. Yes. Oh, he's a billionaire, so that's expected. Right. <laughs> I guess he's like his a, defining instead trait of is he's torturing animals and humans, he wants to do good. That's yeah. that's his like one emotion <laughs> that he can handle. An so, ultimate ends justify the means kind of guy. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, but then you the other backstories. I don't even think we got to the doctor. No, if we, we didn't get okay, a backstory like, for her. If we got the doctor, I don't remember. No, it. 
Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> like when Ryan Reynolds was having sex with a woman, I was like, oh, is this the doctor? That's what I thought because it was a very similar looking woman. Yeah, but I don't think that was her. And since we have no identifying personality <laughs> characteristics. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Because we see her again at the end, and Ryan Reynolds is stalking her, and maybe has a kid? I don't know. Yeah, we're led to believe that he had a kid. Yeah, he had another movie where there's a secret Ryan Reynolds child after Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Well, that wasn't a secret. Well, it was a secret that he was his dad. That was the the secret. Oh, no, you spoiled... I spoiled, spoiled a different Pokemon. movie. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. Um, when we got to the CIA... Um, Spook. I can't, what number was she, two? She was two. She was two. So her flashback story scene just makes no sense. No, it made no she's, sense. You know, uh, she's waiting in a car in the desert for the convoy with the dictator's brother. Uh-huh in it and she says she's very against like capturing him and turning him into his his brother so that'll and that'll put the authoritarian on the on the throne on the throne so to speak and she wants the I think it's a literal throne they say the throne like multiple times yeah she wants the benevolent prince yeah to uh instill democracy to to be free and yeah. not under his brother's thumb or killed by him um, that's established yes. very early. And then she's like, wait, let me take him. And she, he gets out of the car and she just punches him in the face. Yeah. After, I don't know. Like, after the SWAT team comes in and shoots and captures the car. Her. Yeah, no. Like, it's it doesn't it, make any it, sense. She punched him like she had a vendetta yeah. against him. That was the... Because she was mad she had to do this? I don't know. No, I, I, it was like they had two different scripts. And like one script said this and the other. And they just put it together with what they had. I will say this was, I noticed this was written by the same two guys that wrote the Deadpool movies. Which was interesting because those are at least coherent in terms of storyline. Like they're not great stories. Like you're there to watch Ryan Reynolds be Deadpool and be yes. goofy. But they're at least like coherent yeah i wonder if he just once michael bay gets his hands on it just, just story squeezes, just falls just the apart. story out of his fingers yeah um <laughs> yeah that was another thing ryan reynolds he was in a different movie yes <laughs> which was good i enjoyed the movie ryan reynolds was in <laughs> but he was not in the same movie as everyone else yeah, everyone else was in a pretty gritty, action-oriented, like, heist like, movie. Serious. Yeah. And he's just, he's the only comic mm-hmm. relief kind of um, quirky. Yeah. In, of anybody. Nobody else is making quips or anything. In the way, I'm thinking of, like, the first Transformers movie. Yes. Which has had the most kind of, like, comedy mm-hmm. to me. Of. Yeah. And so you had Shia LaBeouf's character... You were kind of laughing at mm-hmm. him, but you were also laughing at his parents. You yeah. were laughing at the government guy. It was... There were was multiple characters that yeah. were being kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But not here. Not here. No. Just the one. Like, Although, everyone else was ridiculous. They just didn't know it. They were being very serious. Like, when when they storm the penthouse in Hong Kong, and number three keeps quoting movie lines like there's this very strong like awareness of pop culture and 
like it only exists in that scene that he's doing anything like that. Well, that's because he's at the nitrous oxide. Yes, and, and it's sort of realized we realize that's why he's doing it. But it was a very weird, like self-aware moment for the movie. Like we're doing this sort of goofy thing, and so he's being goofy because of the nitrous, which is a weird thing to use to knock people out anyway. Yeah. Like that's. Like, I guess maybe because she's a doctor? Like, that's the connection? I I mean, we're not going with facts here, but nitrous oxide doesn't make you laugh. It makes you not care. Yeah. I mean, I laughed when I was on nitrous in the doctor. Did they just shoot it at you and you started laughing for no reason at all? No. You just doubled over in laughter and knocked you. No, that's not what happened. You couldn't do anything else but (laughs) writhe on the floor in laughter. I guess I didn't get the good stuff. (laughs) Um, yeah, there were there were a few, and Ryan Reynolds was generally, with the exception of three in that one scene, was generally the one like making pop culture references, mm-hmm. references the Cleavers multiple times, and then makes fun of millennials for not knowing who Leave It to Beaver is or the Cleavers. He's making all kinds of yeah, all kinds of jokes. Yeah, um, but is super serious and like will is willing to leave anyone behind and won't call them family and won't let them use their names. Yeah, except we, of course we know exactly where that's going to go. Is there going to be a family by the end? Like that's the that's the arc of this movie. Yes, and so, every movie like it. Right, and we're gonna, so we've set it up for the 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 real family was the friends we made along the way. Uh, the real six underground. Or like the bit with the THX sound, like shattering all the windows. I was like that's if that's a product placement, that's a really weird. Well, and they even called out like the THX doesn't use that anymore because no. Ryan Reynolds was like, "Did you ever go to the movie theater between 1983 and 2013?" Oh, that's what that was. That's what that was a reference to, to the fact Uh-oh. that that was the sound, which you have heard because you did go to a movie theater in that time yes. frame. Yes. Um, but yeah, they've. I think they've stopped using the THX sound. So they use the, the sound where it's like all coming together to get the surround sound. Yeah. They, they use that to break all the glass in the penthouse for reasons I don't even remember why the glass needed to So be. when they shoot the swimming pool... That wasn't planned, though, <laughs> to shoot the swimming pool. No, no, it wasn't. I guess it was just to cause havoc. I, I... Yeah, you can't... Although we are trying real... <laughs> We're pointing out all the points that don't make sense. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. Or, yeah, Ryan Reynolds quotes Eminem, like, lose yourself yeah. from 8 Mile to the good dictator. And it works. With a reluctant. <laughs> yeah, reluctant <laughs> dictator. And it works. And he's like, oh, I had goosebumps from you quoting Eminem. Yeah. What? Uh, there's there's a big hole in the story. And in... the boat. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to the boat. Uh, so the way that this team is assembled is all of their deaths are faked. Mm-hmm. They have funerals mm-hmm. um, so that they have no connections that can be used against them. Yes. By if they're ever caught or found. Um, but <laughs> what they didn't think through is they could still be identified. And and. That's their file had... would say deceased, but the <laughs> but bad guys will realize, oh, they faked their death, and then realize that all of their family that's still living can be used as yeah. as extortion. Yeah, except they wore the fake noses in Vegas so that they wouldn't get recognized. Well, but the, the dictator's security woman had identified the yes. doctor. Yes, yes. She's like, oh, she, she was reported dead six months ago. We don't know how to identify her. So, well, that's her. 
So at that point, any living family friends yeah. uh, could be so. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Fake yeah, it doesn't matter. Reason. That's that's the the theme of this movie. It doesn't matter. Just don't think about it. Don't think Come about it. Come for the it. big explosions and the fight scenes and the fight scenes and the like color saturation. The, the first twenty minutes. Come for the first twenty minutes. <laughs> and then you can skip to the end. They succeed with their their plan. Their plan. Oh gosh, it's so like. Um, well, I know, like, they're the tran- Michael Bay does a lot of pro-military yes. films. <clears throat> he gets a lot of funding from the military to do pro-military films. Um, yeah, and this one was about the U.S. military because it's about the failure of governments. Mm, and Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> and now it's like the lone billionaire yeah. vigilante who can save... Save everything. Cut through the red tape. Yeah. Um, of... So that was that was an interesting kind of turn. Well, I mean, again, and, like a lot of it's interesting because, yeah, he, he takes a lot of money from the military and he shows them a lot, particularly in the Transformers movies. Um, but he also kind of hates them, which is a thing that runs through a lot of his. It's this weird, weird. dichotomy where I, I, I noticed it was when I watched um, Armageddon last is he's got this like reverence for the military industrial complex in terms of the might and the power and like the, the rockets and the tanks and the helicopters. He loves helicopters, but he also like hates the government and very distrustful and doesn't trust them at all. And like, it's this weird push and pull that he has to feel like, I don't know if he feels it, but I feel in his movies um, Armageddon, I think, was a great example of it because, like, you have all these great rocket scientists, but they can't they're, actually do it. Right? They're they're dumb in the face of these, you know, good old these boys, drillers, drillers yeah. of the people. Yeah, and like all of the drillers, like one of the things that they ask for in payment for doing this ridiculous thing is to never pay income tax again, which is like such a a Michael Bay like moment um, where he's like, I don't want to pay the government. But I also want them to have all the big machines and rockets. <laughs> or at least I like the big machines and rockets that they have. I like their toys, but not their systems. Um, so I feel like there was definitely some of that in here. Like all of the helicopters and the, the, the shooting gun explosions. And the weird magnet submarines. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know, the like the magnets. military has. Uh, he also has a strange relationship to masculinity. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's toxic masculinity, but I don't even... It, it depends on what film yeah. we're talking about. I feel like that wasn't as strong in this one. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was almost everything was happening too fast to really get into any of that. Um, there was no gay panic, which, that was nice. Uh, yes, there was. Oh? In the French theater scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, You're right. They were making jokes yeah. I don't know how to... Words. They're making gay jokes. Yeah. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> it was homophobic. Yeah. It yeah, was it was. Homophobic. Uh, yeah, because that's another thing Michael Bay That's does. That's where I was like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah there's, there's, there's Michael still Bay. still Michael Bay here. Um, yeah, you want to talk about the boat? 
Alright, this is the big culmination, getting to the, the climax of the film. The climax of climaxes. <laughs> yeah. Because, as you say, the movie starts at the top it's, it's and, never, and never cools down. Uh, so they've got to get the dictator. So they want to get the, him. Is in the process of being overthrown, and his safe house, or his panic room, is a big yacht. Yeah. Now, first of all... Making a yacht a panic room makes no sense to me. <laughs> what if you sink it? <laughs> boats sink all the time. You can't prevent, like, no one has built a sink-proof boat. <laughs> that I know of. I, I certainly don't know of a sink-proof boat. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know what the ideal panic room would be. Uh, if it's, like, underground, you know, because clearly buildings can be yeah. destroyed. Um, yeah, but boats are, like, already precarious because they sink. <laughs> often, be- you know, from, like, Mother Nature. Yeah. Um, okay, so his panic room is... Is a yacht. A big old a yacht. A big party yacht. <laughs> that appears to always have a party happening on it. Well, that's... I mean, that's the... That's the dictator lifestyle that was being portrayed. You gotta always have your party yacht going. Um, And so they know they gotta get him to the yacht. They've gotta flush him to the yacht. So then they can capture him? On the yacht? Or kill him, I'm not sure what their original intention was. And uh, Mm, Yeah, I'm not sure they were either. We we know from uh, number one's... uh, Backstory, he became a billionaire making fancy magnets for, for smart technology. Yes. So he makes some fancy magnets. Yeah, he's Magneto. <laughs> he makes some fancy magnets. That's his superpower. <laughs> the boat engine. He turns the boat into a giant electromagnet but, under his control. But it only works out this is not established, but visually, this is what I got. It only works on one half of the boat at a time. Yeah, no, that's... So, I, I followed this. I followed what was going on here. It's ridiculous, but I followed it. So, there's the four yellow submarines that are remote controlled. Okay. And they go attach themselves, stern and aft, on each mm-hmm. side, the four corners of the boat. And so, what he does is he magnetizes one side using them and then magnetizes the other side so he can cause this <laughs> chaos because if the whole boat's magnetic i don't know but because it looks cooler <laughs> to magnetize half the boat and send everyone there with metal flying to one side and then switching it to the other side and they all go flying the other way so yeah you have them captured basically they're stuck to the metal with whatever metal they're wearing Uh they're they're essentially like down by that point but you can't stay no you have to switch it you have to then switch them to the other side because that looks cooler well and they put they put a lot of work into establishing that like everything that the six underground were carrying was non-metal he's like oh these guns are ceramic barrel and everything's plastic they have special bulletproof vests yeah so that they can survive the giant magnet. Well, meanwhile, that while they're making people fly from side to side, they're uh-huh. completely missing getting their target. Yeah. Or maybe that was intentional. I don't know. It looked cool. I gotta give it. There were some great yeah. special effects in that scene. Like slow-mo and stuff flying through the air and utterly ridiculous. But 
utterly ridiculous in a way that I hadn't seen before. And that's points true. for novelty. That's true. Again, where I'm like, I, how? How has no one died yet from? <laughs> from a Michael Bay production. It looks ridiculous, but they may, must be taking it seriously yes. behind behind the scenes. Yeah. And then they then they do the magnet in the kitchen, so you have all the knives flying through the air. Yeah, and they can slice the the knives can slice through. Yeah, they do. Which they do. People. It's, it's yeah, real yeah. Good. That's I, I saw that coming. When yeah. They went to the kitchen. I was just the thing I'm stuck on is how like some of the roles that the various characters one through seven are in like are very fixed and very firm six is a driver he drives that's the only thing he does and it's established that that's kind of his niche um four is a doctor so she does all the doctoring that we see in the movie and a lot of other things once once uh four no four is the parkour parkour four is the skywalker um which is extra funny when uh, one later says, I feel like a Jedi with my magic magnet. Um, but then two and three, or yeah, two and three, the spook and the hitman just do anything and everything. Like they feel like they have no s- established skill set. Like you can kind of see Seven being the sniper, although he never gets an official title card, which made me mad. I wanted one. Well, also, he's replacing the driver. Yeah, and they didn't so, replace the driver with a new driver. They just made three drive. <laughs> yeah, they added a sniper instead. Yeah, and he's a Delta Forces agent, so, like, that's he's, established. Like, like, I'm I'm willing to say, okay, he's a sniper, and that along with that comes this other set of skills. But, like, three being a hitman, like, okay, he was a hitman for the mob. Like, that doesn't give him any of these other skills that he has, or nor do they really use that at any point in a way that is anything? You just you just can't think about I, it. Clearly. And then the, the CIA spook, number two, like, puts on a wig a couple times. But also, so does yes, Doc so the does, Doctor. Well, and so does the Hitman. Yeah. So, like, what does her being a spy have to do with anything? And I, I want, I want my heist movie to have. If we're going to have clearly defined roles, and we're going to introduce the characters based on these roles, like, use them in that way. Something yes. I think Leverage does an amazing job as. I love Leverage oh, as a TV show. I, yeah, and we, I mean, we can think of a dozen examples oh, of yeah. heists that are are better <laughs> it's a low bar comparing it to this yes film. it is a low bar compared to this film but like leverage being a tv show has the benefit also of playing around with that like oh no the hitter has to be the spy this time he's got to get in costume and that's going to create complications but because they're firmly established you can play around with that most of these aren't firmly established at all and it keeps coming up like why is ryan reynolds so good at punching and fighting and all of that stuff and everyone just goes Whoa. because billionaires can yeah he can do anything i mean to be fair money is definitely like batman superpower yes yes so i can get you a lot of training yeah. and get open all the doors <laughs> and 
Except also he's a billionaire, but he's dead. So how does he have access to any of his money? Yeah, I was thinking that he must have put it into like a shell corporation when yeah. he was dead. And, like, Swiss bank account. No, nobody was like, hey, this is weird that all, all of his, his money's money over there. And it's also weird that no one knows who, who he, he is. is. Um, he just tries to tell us, so we just don't know who all the yeah we don't know who all the billionaires, billionaires are. are. Fine, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, but this is very like this is stuck in I wouldn't even say nineties, maybe eighties. Yeah, this is stuck uh, in the late eighties. Late eighties. It's like the eighteen. <laughs> yeah, in the South American coups. Yeah, except this one is in. Turkestan. Which is, the Middle East is the new South America in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, it was in the 80s, too, so there's that. But So we've got, you know, white savior is going to come in and, and, and restore it. democracy by putting in another <laughs> dick. Yeah, it's the American way, Amy. I know. <laughs> I know, but the Americans weren't doing it. No, because they were better than the Americans. Well, the Americans put in the, the, the wrong bad, one. bad one. Um <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the people are just one giant mass. Yeah. No, and they immediately, they, no they, immediately they immediately switch turn. over. Yeah. Which also, there's no logic. No. And, and, and it's post-colonial mass. Yes. And, but also, the fact that the public, the people just turned, so they were like, cool, we're going to... Get behind the new guy. We're going to get behind the new guy. We're going to overthrow our government. Um, but all of the staff on the boat were so pro-dictator. Yeah. And they're all getting killed left and right. Mm-hmm. And they're defending they were bad him. Guys. And I just, I mean, they're just, they're pro- they're just making money. Like, yeah. they're not, yeah. I don't know, maybe they are super fans. Of their, I don't know. Their, but I the movie doesn't all know. Of, all we of don't the know. entire staff. Yeah, they is, all loved him. To die for him. Um, okay. I liked the swimming pool. I thought that was oh, so silly in a way that was just perfect. The, the, this, this is the scene in, in Hong Kong where they're trying to extract um, the good the brother from his penthouse prison um, mm-hmm. in, in Hong Kong and one of the you know, tallest buildings. Yeah. To me, it was very reminiscent of Skyscraper. Oh, yeah. I uh, felt and that. the torts of stunts. Yeah. The torts, the sorts of stunts yeah, um, using that the, they were the doing. The crane was a big Right, pull. using the crane, yeah. being on the very top of the building, mm-hmm. um, trying to get someone out of a penthouse. Mm-hmm. I think in Skyscraper, it was in the middle of, it wasn't quite a penthouse. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> um... <laughs> So one of the things at the top is this giant infinity pool. Yeah. Uh, that you know the glass sides that work on, not work on, where you can see. Yeah. They're clear. Yeah. That's, that's the glass. That transparent. <laughs> transparent. <laughs> like glass. <laughs> I just see. That's the one guy gets trapped in the pool because all, all, all the other the, guards are the, running around. Yeah, and henchmen. he is parkour guy. He's not fighter guy, so he can't yeah. fight them off. So he he's hiding in the the pool. Uh, all the henchmen are walking around the pool. Sniper guy shoots a bullet through it so he can breathe oxygen <laughs> through the side through of the, the pool. Side of the pool, and then we go and do it all out of action. Yeah. I was very worried about the. You pool. were. You said so. <laughs> so. I'm very worried about this pool. 
Um, and so eventually, the climax of that scene is when they shoot more holes. Mm-hmm. Sniper guy shoots more holes, and then it shatters. It shatters, uh, creating a flood of water that is like perfectly funneled to go through the whole apartment and push everything out the window. Uh-huh. Which is why they broke the windows at the beginning. <laughs> Although they, the water could have broken the windows too. Like in, in Michael Bay action movie, there's, they didn't need to be broken in advance. That's The water could have handled that. Um, but yeah, that was like the magnet thing. It was something I hadn't seen in a movie before and I appreciate that. I appreciate the novelty. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad they came back to the pool because I was really. Yeah, like, I was just picturing like some swimmers going. They're just you know, like relaxing one day, and, and all of a cracks. sudden it cracks, and they go through the. <laughs> I was really worried about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. We took care of it. <laughs> oh, this film is ridiculous. Yeah, but a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. I got. I I thought actually after the the first car chase, the rest of it was pretty boring. Yes, I, I, it was not as good as that sequence. I think that sequence was the peak of the film. Um, weirdly, it reminded me of the opening of uh, Reservoir Dogs, <laughs> which doesn't. I think actually starts in the diner, but like you, you the the first like big picture is the is. Mr. Brown driving Mr. Orange in the car. Or Mr. White, I don't remember what the names were. They also had pseudonyms. Um, I, it's been a long time. After, so it's because it takes remember. place entirely after a heist that goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And so there's a guy screaming in the back because he got gut shot. Um, and then he spends the rest of the movie bleeding out. Um, and we learn more about all the characters through flashbacks and things like that. So it was styled, not stylistic, structurally in that same, like, pulling from reservoir dogs in a way um that i don't think was intentional i just think was was an interesting thing mm-hmm. it might have been but it doesn't matter who knows because nothing matters anymore yeah. <laughs> it and and michael bay is certainly pop culture aware in the same way that quentin tarantino is he just doesn't rub your face in it in the same way that tarantino does a lot of times mm-hmm. i mean i haven't seen his latest movies i stopped watching tarantino movies after django unchained but like Tarantino likes you to know that he's watched all the movies. Whereas I think Michael Bay has watched all the movies. He just doesn't need to tell you <laughs> every time. <laughs> well, he, has his, he just makes Michael Bay films. He makes Michael Bay films and he does it really well. Um, I want, I want him to keep making movies like this rather than another Transformers movie. I don't think he's gonna make another Transformers movie, but well, I, I think the plan is to make more like this. In this franchise. I hope so. I would watch another one of these. Um, Just for the goofy action sequences. I don't care about the characters. You could replace the entire cast minus Ryan Reynolds and I wouldn't notice. Yes, because they had no characters. Yeah, they had no personality. One guy liked his mom. That was the closest thing we got to a characterization. Right, and he went to visit his mom, which was definitely against the rules. Yeah, except Ryan Reynolds didn't enforce the rules, so... Well, and as I said, once once someone identifies you as... <laughs> it doesn't really matter. ...having faked your death, they have access to your loved All ones. All of the history, yes. Yeah, it's not a great plan. <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. You can't. Uh... I Yeah, it's it's... 
I a lot of people love Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people he love makes money. Michael Bay and like know the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of it. To me, it's gotten a point. I watch a Michael Bay film to see him parody himself. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> How can he top himself? Could he not? These few things yeah. that he always well, I think, does. I think these are not Michael Bay films, but I think the Fast and the Furious franchise has gotten to that space as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, they're um, and I find themselves. I know a lot of there's a lot of overlap between the people I know who like one and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't dislike the Fast and the Furious. I've watched a few of them, and they're ridiculous and fun. Yeah. Right? And that's, yeah, that's all yeah, you need. Roxanne Gay has like a whole essay. On oh yeah. It in, um, <laughs> what, I think it's bad. Feminist. I think it's bad feminist. Um, I'd be surprised yeah. if it was in Hunger, but. Well, yeah, that doesn't have pop culture essays. That's a memoir. Yeah. Um, because these are fun. They're, they're goofy, fun movies. They're goofy, fun. Escape yeah. for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. I think that's... Uh, that's all uh, I got. That's, that's all that I, I had. Uh, yeah, it, was, it made no sense. The no. title doesn't even make sense. No. Um, Ryan Reynolds is in a different movie. Uh Um, maybe they can... Maybe a better movie? (laughs) I kind of wanted to see the movie Ryan Reynolds is in, because he was playing Ryan Reynolds as, like, quippy, quirky, sarcastic. Maybe a sociopath. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Batman is is a little bit on a sociopath. Yeah. um... Sociopath path. Path. Sociopath path. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, um, it was not, it was the quips that he would be making on Deadpool light. Yeah. Like very, very Deadpool light. Yeah. But not, n- not <laughs> this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fun movie. Good way to kill an afternoon. Yep. All right. We're supposed to do all the, the post end of show things. Now we got to talk about the Patreon. We got a Patreon. You want to tell them about our Patreon, Amy? Um, I mean, you know most about it. You set it up, and there's different levels. And you can give us money. <laughs> and it's on a monthly basis. It's on a per episode It's on a basis. per episode. We don't so, have any goals of how often. No. We, um, but if you don't want to give us more than a certain amount per month, with a per episode schedule, you can set a monthly maximum. So you can budget for us. And there are different levels of perks. There's one level where you get the unedited episode. Which that's is... every episode. Every every level gets the unedited episode. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Just that's that's, that's like a base level like for everyone for supporting us. Because the, the base level is just keep doing what you're doing. Well, now that you've told me this, then I don't say many things before the episode or after the episode. I know. <laughs> It doesn't have to be good. People don't even have to listen to it. <laughs> uh, and then the second yeah. level perk is not anything different. It's the same. It's the same perk. Um, and that's like $2 an episode. And I think you can give us up to, I think it's like up to $20 an episode or $10 an episode. Nobody would support us at that. And please don't. <laughs> like that's, I put that there because they're like, put a high level tier on when you're setting up your Patreon. Um, but mostly it's to support us doing the show. Like we're, we're always going to release this for free. Um, but it helps us with things like defraying costs Costs of movies, movies, servers. Um, if we hit, we do have a Patreon goal of $15 an episode, which will allow us to buy our own domain, which would be a real big deal. (laughs) 
so that'll that'll be cool. And we're about halfway there right now with our current patron patronage patrons, 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 patrons. It's your patrons. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's. That's, that's how the word works. That's how word works. Um, so yeah, if you like that, support us there. Um, I'm also supposed to remind you to rate and subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher of choice. So if you like the show, put the put the buttons. And if you don't like the show, put five stars because that's how you know. <laughs> That we know that you didn't like it or something. I don't know. <laughs> and thank you to everyone who listened. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is we have a lot of a fun. lot of fun. <laughs> We're going to do this even if you don't listen. Yeah. So there. Yep. We did <laughs> oh, it anyways. One other perk I forgot is the lists. Um, so every time when we're not sure what we want to watch, um, we have a system where I create a list of four to five movies, and then Amy has to pick one of them. Uh, and that's how we got to this list. And yeah. so you can discover this film. So that's you can discover the movies we didn't watch today uh, if you give us a buck on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And all the movies this time were mostly like serious movie movies. And then there was this I think one. there was a couple not serious movies on there. I don't know. You have to be a patron to find out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a secret. Yeah. And I, I mix and match and some can cycle back again. Um, okay. One of them was serious. It was not serious. But I won't say what it is on the oh, podcast. Okay. Okay, I don't even remember what that's okay. Uh, that's that's all we got. We did we did the thing we're supposed to do at the end of podcasts, Amy. Thank you for listening. Good Say good night, Amy. Night, Amy.